by the grace of God, I hope that everybody is doing well. I am thankful to the Lord that as far as we know, I know in our state we have not had uh, that many deaths due to heat. Uh, I hope that's the case across America. And so I hope that by the grace of God you're doing well. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, men and women, that's what uh, Dr. David Jeremiah calls you. He just says men and women. Sometimes I call you, uh, sometimes I call you wild men and women. brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. That's my favorite part right there. Family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members. My beloved, uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light. Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 602, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 14, verses 21 through 30 shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, on this Friday night we come before your throne of grace and Lord God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. And Holy Father God, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. 
And Holy Father God, thank you for the magnificent time of prayer and devotion earlier today. And Holy Father God, thank you for giving me a mind to pray throughout the day, to pray without ceasing. And uh, I pray that you would give uh, all of your saints a mind to pray without ceasing throughout the remainder of this night and throughout the remainder of their lives. It is such a joy, a blessing, and a privilege to be in your presence, even though, Lord, physically we're not in heaven with you, but yet still at your throne of grace is the uh, best feeling in the world to be saved by you and by your grace and known by you and uh, encouraged to boldly come before your throne of grace. And so, Holy Father God, we come before your throne of grace always with praise and thanksgiving for what you have already done in our lives hundreds of days, thousands of days of your provision and your blessings, your presence and your unction and your anointing and your being with us, providing for us, leading us, guiding us, directing us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical, blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And at the same time, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for the mind to pray like this. Prepare us, Lord, for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations, and Lord, you've blessed us with many, many, many uh, celebrations, and you have given me a spirit of celebration. And, uh, Lord, prepare us for tragedies as well. Prepare us, Holy Father God, for weddings, and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight, and we individually uh, confess our sins. For most of us do not pray collectively like that anymore. But I do pray that the people who are with me tonight Brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know, some I do know, some I know of, and family members and friends who, some are indeed family and friends, and some are enemies. Lord, help each person who is saved and born again 
Lord to pray. To not listen to me pray, but to pray themselves. Lord, uh, and help them to realize, yes, the title of the song is cute, but it is true. A little talk with Jesus makes a person whole and makes everything all right for the saints. Makes the lost person saved and uh, makes the saved person full of joy, hope, and peace and have a different perspective about the tribulations and troubles and trials that they may face in their lives and will end up saying praise the Lord thank you Lord for even my troubles my tribulations and trials and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so for those of us who are saved please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures, understanding, Lord, that our prayers will go nowhere if we harbor and allow sin in our lives. Wash and cleanse our souls, our spirits, and our hearts and minds and consciences in the precious blood of Christ and make us, Lord, to be whiter than the snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Tonight, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you would indeed, Lord, save the souls of family members who are religious but lost, including my wife, Marika White, uh, who the devil has used to try to hinder your work in ministry for over 34 years. The devil has tried to use to damage and hurt her, her family, her children, especially. And so, Lord, help her to see the weight of that and feel the weight of that. Have your Holy Ghost to not give her rest until she humbles herself down and realizes how that she's wasted her life allowing the devil to use her instead of believing in you and trusting you as Savior and being the blessing she could have been. And Lord, even now you're giving her an opportunity to at least be a good woman and a good wife. And uh, for her mother, mothering days are over. She can't get those days back. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, do the same for other members of our family and friends and uh, people who we don't even know, who name the name of Christ. Uh, and they have family members who are religious but lost, always causing a problem. 
in their own lives and in the lives of family members and church members and so forth. We pray that you will open their blinded eyes and help them to understand and see that it is not a religious act or religious activity that makes a person saved. Simple, humble belief in you, Lord Jesus Christ, and the fact that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for our sins was buried and rose on the third day by God's power for our salvation and that we cannot work for it. Uh, we cannot do a religious act like baptism or church membership to gain it. And so, Holy Father God, save the hardest people to reach, that is, the religious folks in our lives. And save the irreligious, have your Holy Ghost to move mightily upon the hearts of people even tonight. Convict them, Lord, of their sins. Convict them of their need for salvation. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. that, Lord, you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from uh, our family and all other families that name the name of Christ, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell. In the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, out of my wife's life, Marika White, and out of the lives of people in our family who have that problem, even, Lord, uh, possibly some of my own children and other family members. We pray for all other people who name the name of Christ in their families and in their churches that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out. And, Lord, uh, cast out the satanic spirit of Judas, betrayal, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. That is designed by the devil to hinder any ministry that stands for you. Uh, any church, any ministry, any denomination. For, Lord, you know better than we do the problems and tribulations and separations and divisions that are um, uh, being caused even today. Among brethren who used to fellowship together in grace and love. And Lord, I do pray, and even families and churches. But Lord, this is what you told us about so many years ago. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a heads up. Help us to rely on you and your holy word. And Holy Father God, help us to walk by faith and not by sight. And give us sweet victory for those of us who are truly born again over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And give those who are struggling victory, those who are caught in the snare of the devil, give them victory as well. And Holy Father God, we pray 
in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, help us all who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. God, give us a heart like yours. Crucify our wicked flesh even on this Friday night as we approach uh, Saturday and Sunday three days uh, that the devil has fought against uh, me and the ministry uh, for over 34 years uh, using even my wife against me in the ministry. I pray that she would, even if she's not saved, uh, would choose to do as Dr. Prager has taught that a person can be as happy as they want to be, and he's not even, he's not even saved. He's a, a Jewish person who believes in the old Jewish way. And, uh, and people can be pleasant if they choose to. It's easier by having you, and I pray that she will somehow be able to recognize that the devil is using her and that she would stop it uh, throughout this weekend and every day. And uh, I do pray that you would give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, so that the gospel can go forward. What a magnificent day you gave us on yesterday. We pray that you'll give us a magnificent day today as well. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed lead us, guide us, and direct us, and pave the way for us in all that we do and say tonight and throughout this weekend, if you should tarry your coming, and if you would allow us to live. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray, I pray, Lord, that you would indeed save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving around the world in mourning, grieving and mourning. Across this country and around the globe, in our communities, in our churches, in our families and in our lives. And we pray that you would uh, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Lord, we pray also uh, tonight that you would lift our burdens, our cares and our worries, our anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls and our spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us, for those of us who are saved, for those of us who are born again by your grace. And Lord, we pray that you would deliver us 
tonight from all of our tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would protect uh, my daughter Danita as she's on the mission field. And, uh, Lord, we pray that lost souls would be saved and that uh, Christians would be encouraged as she has by your grace, been able to make it back on the mission field after several uh, years. And Holy Father, God, uh, at the same time, help people to realize that the coronavirus plague and other plagues are still among us and increasing. So help them to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. And Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would deliver us uh, from all of our distresses and afflictions. Help us to truly understand the importance of confessing our sins, repenting of our sins, turning away from our sins and doing right by you and obeying you as Christian people. And Holy Father God, and please deliver us from all of our tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, intentions, distresses and afflictions. Deliver us also, Lord, tonight from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family, financial, student loan debt, student progress problems. Help young people to have a vision and to move on and not get bogged down. Uh, and Lord, we pray that you'll help them to walk on by faith and not by sight and to finish what they started. And so, Holy Father God, we pray also for the entire world. We pray for your people especially, that you'll protect people all over the world from a housing crisis, a food crisis, a medical crisis, a utilities crisis to the point where people can't make it. Even though, Lord, in your rebuke and chastisement and uh, your punishment, For this world has not seen your wrath yet. You have remembered mercy. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. Of course, we all deserve worse. We all deserve hell for what has been done against you. But Lord, I pray for mercy for your people and others. Uh, at the same time, I praise you and thank you for your chastisement and your rebuke and your punishment for evil and sin in our wicked individual lives, family lives, churches, church life, society life. So Lord, let your will be done. And Holy Father God, I pray Lord for your protection tonight for my entire family as I have prayed 
Lord, since this, uh, our family has begun going on 35 years ago, and you have protected us. And Lord, I rejoice tonight. This may not always be the case, but you have protected our family for all of these years by faith and with very little means on our part. And Lord, while there are parents across this country and around the globe that we are praying for who are hurting very badly because of their children having died tragically or otherwise. I shall never forget a man hovering over a casket of his beautiful little girl, no doubt feeling the guilt of not being there to protect her even though uh, she was just innocently uh, with her mother. And so, Lord, I have never had that experience. Um, this is not to say I won't, Lord, but I thank you to this point. I've never had that painful uh, experience. And I thank you for protecting our family by faith and with very little means on our part. And I pray this for all families that name the name of Christ. And all other families, I pray the same for them. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, I do pray tonight that you'd bless and protect, Lord, not only our family, but all families that name the name of Christ and all other people in their families. And protect us, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow on the inside. And, Lord, surround us with the band of your holy angels. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Keep us safe, Lord, even though uh, I am personally and other uh, servants of yours are under constant threat because of what we preach and uh, what we stand for. But that has been the case for many years. And uh, so, Holy Father God, I pray that you'd glorify your holy name, lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, in times like these, <clears throat> in the words of Mrs. Ruby Gooding, what she told me one day while sitting in her mansion, she said, Daniel, 
these are praying times. If you are a father and you're not praying for your family and your children, truthfully and honestly, you are derelict in your duties. I don't care if the children are with you or not with you, but especially if they're with you, and especially if they're not with you. I don't care if you have Gucci family problems, <laughs> betrayal in your family, liars in your family, thieves in your family. I don't care. You pray for them. And you pray for every person in your family with a heart full of God's grace, mercy, and love. And remember how far God has brought you. And God can take your children far too if you pray for them. And they know that you love them. And they know that you're praying for them because, by the way, prayers can be felt. Did you know that? Prayers can be felt, Jack. Anyway, my beloved, let's read, Thus saith the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 14, verses 21 through 30. He that despiseth his neighbor sinneth. Pardon me. But he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tendeth only to penury. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivereth souls, but a deceitful witness speaketh lies. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. 
in the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for prayer. I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And uh, I pray that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit, for I praise you and thank you for your Holy Spirit. And I pray that you'll grant us your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your holy word and to understand it, and to comprehend it, and to obey it, and to love it more, to cherish it more, to teach it more, to preach it more, and to preach your holy gospel more, so that they can understand the gospel and be saved. Glorify your holy name, in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Glory, glory. Hallelujah, says I lean my burden down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, says I lean my burden down. Oh, I wish I could sing. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved. Live and on demand, wherever you are in the world. This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense Podcast episode number 990 where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible knowledge commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in 
the law of God distinctly, distinctly, clearly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading, that is, of the Holy Scriptures. Uh, you see, true God called preachers, they're very concerned about clarity, that things are clear that you understand the reading because they know that without understanding and without clarity uh, you're not going to go far with God. You need an understanding and you need clarity regarding the Bible. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and to be saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in Jesus Christ and his gospel who he preached it first and best when he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. Do what Jesus Christ preached. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He was speaking of himself. He was speaking of the fact that he was born of a virgin, the Virgin Mary. That means that he didn't come the normal way. That is, with a man having sex with a woman. He was born of a virgin without the aid of a man. Without a man having sex with Mary, his mother. It was a miraculous birth. He was born of God. He is the Son of God. And uh, he never sinned, for he was born of God the Father. He never sinned. He didn't have man's sinful nature to sin. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And so his blood was holy and precious. And then John the Baptist called him and said about him, Behold the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world. You hook that back to the Passover, the great Jewish holy day. And Jesus Christ 
is the holy sacrificial lamb of God for the who died for the sins of the world your sins and mine Jews and Gentiles red yellow black and white for we're all precious in God's sight he died for our sins was buried went to hell went through hell and rose on the third day early one Sunday morning that's what Jesus Christ was preaching when he said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life so dear friend you don't have to join a church to get saved don't worry about that you don't have to get baptized to get saved don't worry about that the thief on the cross who Jesus told him once he believed in Jesus Christ while Jesus Christ was dying the first one to make it to heaven from earth Jesus Christ said thou shalt be with me in paradise after the thief on the cross said Lord remember me when you enter into your kingdom the thief on the cross did not get down off of the cross and go join the first Baptist church he didn't get baptized he didn't speak in tongues he didn't sing in the choir he didn't work in the church he didn't give any money to the church and the only people who are mad right now at what I'm saying are religious people because they feel like they have to do something you don't even have to be in a beautiful ornate churches I love beautiful ornate churches but you don't have to be in one I got saved outside of the church in spite of the church in spite of the fact that my dad was a preacher my mother was a preacher I got saved in an Air Force dorm room December the 19th 1979 after cursing and swearing for years to my friends that I would never be a preacher and then God called me to preach if God can save me from the guttermost to the uttermost then God can save you my dear friend no matter where you have been who you have been with believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved and if you are willing to get saved right now if you're willing to believe in Jesus Christ and his gospel as he has preached it to you the Bible says for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved call on his name right now follow me in the sinner's prayer I've led hundreds and thousands to the Lord praying the sinner's prayer over the years and now is your turn you have an opportunity to get saved from the eternal burning hell tonight you can get your life insurance 
your eternal life insurance policy squared away tonight. You have car insurance, you have health insurance, you have life insurance. Now you need the eternal life insurance policy paid for in full through the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the best insurance in the world because it will ensure that you don't go to hell and burn forever. For Jesus Christ said the flames in hell never go out. They're never, they're never extinguished. They burn and torment forever and ever. That's how bad our sin is. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. Follow me in the sinner's prayer. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I admit that I have sinned against you and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, your Holy Son, and only for his sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. By your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. And I believe that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul from hell. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you prayed that prayer with me and you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. and believing his gospel that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. 
was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Now, to help you grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And you have just entered through that door by believing in him. Now, dear friend, also email us and let us know at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com that you got saved tonight so that we can rejoice with you and send you some more free material to help you to grow in the faith. If you have a prayer request, please uh, email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, beloved, let's resume our service already in progress, the scripture and uh, the sense. And if you got saved tonight and you pray that prayer with me, this will be your first Bible study after being saved from hell and saved to heaven. So again, congratulations. Today, beloved, we are reading Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. Malachi 3.16 Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord in that thought upon his name. You see, dear friends, if you are saved and you fear the Lord, uh, you will talk much about the Lord with the Lord's people who fear the Lord too and who love the Lord. You, there's an there's a automatic connection. How many of you have been to the foreign uh, to a foreign country and you couldn't even speak the language but there was a connection because of Jesus and you understood each other dear friends I just read in your hearing Malachi 3.16 now here is the sense of it here is the understanding of it uh, with the help of the Holy Ghost and with the help of Dr. Matthew Henry. Among the Jews at this time, some plainly discovered themselves to be children of the wicked one. The yoke of Christ is easy, but those who work wickedness tempt God by presumption and presumptuous sins. Judge of things as they will appear when the doom of these proud sinners comes to be executed. Those that feared the Lord spake kindly for preserving and promoting mutual love when sin thus abounded. They spake one to another 
in the language of those that fear the Lord and think on his name as evil communications corrupt good minds and good manners. So good communications confirm them, strengthen them. And that's the reason why uh, people who are called by God to preach and teach, that's why they do it. They do it to encourage and to strengthen those things that are of God and those things that are biblical in the hearts and minds of believers in Christ and who fear the Lord. And, of course, to reach those who are lost so that they can be saved as well. A book of remembrance was written before God. He will take care that his children perish not with those that believe not. They shall be vessels of mercy and honor when the rest are made vessels of wrath and dishonor. The saints are God's jewels. They are dear to him. He will preserve them as his jewels. When the earth is burned up like dross, those who now own God, if you will, for theirs, and who fear the Lord, he will then own for his. It is our duty to serve God with the disposition of children, with the attitude and spirit of children, and he will not have his children trained up in idleness and foolishness. They must do him service from a principle of love. Even God's children stand in need of sparing mercy. All are righteous or wicked, such as serve God or such as serve him not. All are going to heaven or to hell. We are often deceived in our opinions concerning both the one and the other. But at the bar of Christ, at the bar of God, every man's character will be known. As to ourselves, we have need to think among which we shall have our lot. And as to others, we must judge nothing before the time. But in the end, all the world will confess that those alone were wise and happy who served the Lord and trusted in him and who talked much about him because they feared the Lord and they loved the Lord. Glory be to God. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you tonight for this time in your word. And Lord, have it to stick to our ribs, so to speak. Help us to love it more. Help us to meditate on it. And Lord, help us to change our minds where our minds need to be changed. Help us to repent of our sin and foolishness and worry and care 
and help us to love you back and fear you and obey you and be faithful to you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. We're at Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 in the family verses. As you know, every day in this devotional we read a portion of what I call the family verses. These verses are hated by the devil and they're hated by even some people who claim to be in the church and certainly the world because they command people, husbands and wives, fathers and mothers and the children to do that which is contrary to their wicked, evil, sinful flesh. Verse 4 of chapter 6, God is speaking to the parents and mainly to the father. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. In other words, as a father, you have to be the real deal. Or otherwise, you're going to end up provoking your children to wrath. And as I mentioned last night, the main thing you have got to have is the God kind of love. God's agape love. God's loving love. Uh, God's unconditional love. And... Uh, it shows up in two ways. One, when the children do good, you reward them. You pat them on the back. That's how God deals with us. However, if they choose to do evil, uh, you whip them on the butt. And uh, God is saying to you, Father, that you, like me, speaking of himself, if you will, are going to have some evil children, and you're going to have some good children. Uh, but, but they're all evil, and you have to love them all. And you cannot prefer one over the other, because that's another provoking thing right there. But you can't treat them all the same, because they're not the same. You're going to have uh, three children, if you have six children, who do well. They get up early, they make their bed, they do their chores, they do their schoolwork, and they hardly ever give you a bad attitude or any lip. Then you may have the other three who are constantly doing that. Well, the first three, you constantly reward them and award them and only rebuke them and chastise them occasionally when they get out of line, which is few and far between. The other three, you may have to whip their butts every day. And if you don't do so, you are messing up uh, the equilibrium of the family because 
if the good children who do what they're supposed to do see you giving rewards and awards to the other three who don't get up and make their bed and do their schoolwork and do their chores, then you're going to cause these three good ones to become bitter and angry and, 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 be, and provoked to wrath. See? So you have got to, you, you need to be saved if you're not saved, and you've got to have God's agape love in your heart, and you can't fake it. People know when you fake stuff. Even Listen to me. Even a dog knows if you're fake. <laughs> your children know whether or not you're fake and a phony. And this goes for parents, not only fathers, but mothers too. Now, mothers, let me tell you something. If you really want to mess your life up and provoke your children to wrath, do not love them as God wants you to love them, as a mother. Because if you don't do that, your children will despise you no matter how much they want a mother, no matter how much they uh, try to build a mother, and so forth. If, if, if that love is not flowing through you, that only comes from God, really, plus the motherly, female, nourishing thing that only a mother can do, uh, your children are going to despise you. And uh, it's going to be a very painful situation. So, nurture them, and admonish them. You do both and. Because if you don't do both and, uh, you're going to have a mess on your hands. As a father and as a mother. So with that, let's pray for other families. Families that are not saved. Do not name the name of Christ. And those families that do. Let's pray for them and let's pray for some other people as well. Let's pray. And make sure you pray for somebody. Don't just pray for yourself. Don't look at me. This is not a television show. I am not up here for entertainment. I'm trying to help you as a saint of God to get through the worst time of your life. And uh, without forsaking the Lord and being bitter towards the Lord and bitter towards somebody else. And I'm trying to get those of you who are religious but lost saved before you die and go to hell. And uh, as well as the irreligious saved. So it's time to pray. Let's pray and then we'll close. Holy Father God, I pray. Pardon me, Lord. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all families that don't know your Savior. Open, Lord, their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and save their souls. Have your Holy Ghost in whatever else you do. Lord, on the hearts of people, 
Lord, to never give them rest until they come to know your Savior. And Holy Father God, help them to realize that they could die at any time. And Lord, we pray for those who are saved. And Lord, help them to get back to your Holy Word and go to Ephesians 5 and 6. And read it every day as our family did if they think it's necessary. And not rest on their love, but rest on your love, because the love that you're talking about in this passage comes from you and you alone. Your agape love. That is the only kind of love that can sustain a marriage in a real sense. And so, Holy Father God, help people to understand that. And Holy Father God in heaven, thank you for your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive. Seeking ye shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of uh, the lost, the revival of the saved, healing of the sick according to your will, comforting, grieving, Lord, of those who are hurting from the coronavirus plague even tonight, including our president and thousands of others and millions of others some, uh, Lord, we don't know about because for some reason, for some strange reason, people don't like to say that they are sick with this thing. But I have been shocked over the past week how that some people have been uh, outed about it uh, because of circumstances. And so, Lord, it's amazing how many people are sick. So comfort them as only you can, Lord, those who have people in the hospital, those who have died, Lord, and draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight that you would have mercy and grace upon us, uh, those of us who name the name of Jesus Christ. Please forgive us of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins, of disobeying your great commandment. For the truth is, Lord, obviously we do not love you as we should, and we don't love people as we should, uh, as ourselves, uh, because we have not obeyed your great commission either. We have not witnessed to people as we should have. And now, Lord, I thank you that uh, uh, you reminded us, Lord, to pass out some gospel tracts on yesterday. And Lord, uh, uh, help all of us to continue doing that. My daughter, Danita Evangeline, who wanted to be a missionary from the time she was a little girl, is back on the mission field now for the third time. And Lord, uh, we pray that great mission work would be done, lost souls would be saved, Christians would be revived. And Lord, I know my daughter Danny has been on the mission field several times and has been a witness for you as well. And I pray that all of my children would serve you uh, in that way as well as all of them are serving you right now 
in mission work and all of them have served you uh, in mission work all of their lives for Lord uh, my preaching right now and having preached every day for many years and they are the ones who have supported it and put it together uh, they're reaching people uh, in and through this ministry and through my preaching and all, all of the support that they give in countries around the world. Uh, Lord, only you can tally how many thousands, how many millions have heard the gospel, how many thousands, how many millions have received the gospel and have gotten saved, and how many Christians have been encouraged in the faith. And Lord, I pray that you will have all of that to, uh, of course, abound to your glory and to go to the accounts, not only of me, but to Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Ezekiel, and Danielle. And uh, Lord, I do pray that millions would hear the gospel and be saved through this ministry alone. Millions more would hear the gospel and be saved through other ministries as well. And Holy Father God, still forgive us all of our sins for not doing all that we could. Your love is amazing. I can't get over it. I don't know why you love such wicked, evil, disobedient people as we are. Thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. And so, Holy Father God, we pray also, Lord, for all uh, government ministers. Lord, personally, I thank you for all of them. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I do believe the Bible. I'm not an independent either. I don't vote for anybody unless I be caught up in their sins. And uh, I, uh, but I do preach to all of them. And I pray that all of them would come to know your Savior from the President on down. Revive those who are saved. I thank you, Lord, for police officers who are saved and, uh, and love you. And Lord, some of the finest people are police officers, even, sad to say, Lord, above some ministers. It's sad to say, Lord, but I believe it's true. And uh, some gospel ministers, for the police officers are ministers too. And we should be working hand in hand instead of against each other. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell uh, out of the hearts and minds and lives of the people who have that problem in their lives in, uh, among the government ministers. We pray these prayers not only for uh, government ministers in America, but in every country of the world, from the Prime Minister, the President, uh, the King, Potentate, 
on down to all law enforcement or, or officers. And we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray that um, you would protect all Christians who are being persecuted in Nigeria. And Lord, we pray that you'll bring that to an end. And uh, we pray your protection for your saints in China, in America, and around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name <coughs> of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would have all of these things to come to pass. And we pray also for all of the millions of people who are hurting from the plagues, the coronavirus plagues, plague, and other plagues. But Lord, we pray for a few by name. We not only pray for the millions who are hurting, but we pray for a few by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Texas resident Henry Hank Martinez. We pray for the family and friends of Albania resident Orjeda Albert Meta. We pray for the family and friends of Albania resident Grishi Casa. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Glenn Lashley. We pray for the family and friends of Georgia resident Christopher Samuel Hyde. And Lord, we pray now for all of the prayer requests that have come in down through the years, plus the new ones here tonight. And thank you, Lord, for my children and our staff. Uh, putting all of this together each and every day. And Lord, we pray for the thousands of folks that you've blessed us to pray for down through the years, including these new ones. We pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. Lord, you know their names and you know where they are and you know their special needs that they have right now thank you lord for the privilege to pray for these people down through the years thank you for giving us the grace and the strength and the mind to pray for them uh, by name and pray their needs and thank you lord for blessing us to see thousands of joint answers to prayer for your holy word says ask and ye shall receive seek and ye shall find Knock and it shall be open unto you. Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. Please supply the money needed for the children's school fees, the orphaned children, uh, orphaned children's school fees as they return to school as they are marching on. We pray for Jessie. Please empower her to fulfill the Great Commission. And we pray that you protect all of the children in Kenya from the coronavirus plague. We pray for Vicki. Please be with all families with disabled family members during the coronavirus plague time especially. And Lord God in heaven we pray for the people who have accepted Jesus Christ into their lives. People who have heard the gospel preached uh, across this pulpit and who have uh, 
believed in Jesus Christ around the world. We not only pray for these before us tonight, but the thousands who have believed in you through hearing the gospel preached from this pulpit. And we pray that they all would come to know, uh, they all would grow in the faith and be the Christians that you want them to be. We pray for Saul Lonely. We pray for Khalid. We pray for M.D. Gauss. We pray for Michelle, Michelle, and we pray for Emily. Lord, we commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. Now, Lord, that's something that you created and that you have done. As you know, Lord, I don't give that invitation. As you know, Lord, you know the reason why. Uh, For some evangelists have used it as a gimmick to increase their numbers. And I I did not want to participate in that. But I have been, by your grace, faithful in preaching the whole counsel of God and your word going out by with the mixture of your Holy Ghost. You have touched the hearts of these people to write in. We have never asked them to write in. I have never given an invitation for this. But ever since the beginning, when we started going online and preaching online, people from all over the world have heard your word. Moved by your Holy Spirit and uh, have been writing in ever since and letting us know that they're going back to you and they're making a recommitment to you. They were saved already but got cold-hearted and backslidden and uh, they heard your word and were warmed up. Uh, In Okinawa, in Vietnam, the Philippines, China, Uh, Kenya, Ghana, South Africa, Paris, France, Italy, England, Russia, and around the world. And we pray for all of these people that they will stand strong in the faith and be the strong Christians you want them to be. And Lord, uh, even in Dominican Republic, People have come back to you. Lord, we pray for Ed. We pray for Karen. We pray for Gideon. We pray for Roger. And we pray for Christopher. Lord God in heaven, we commit all of these souls into your hands. And Lord, we commit our lives into your hands and our souls into your hands as well. Let your will be done in all of our lives. Help us to stand strong in the faith and help us to grow in the faith. And have a peaceful and blessed night and help us all to pray without ceasing and help us to obey your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake as we hear that beautiful song that one day all of the saints will experience. One day I'll fly away. Now dear friend if you are with us today if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten son, God gave up his only begotten son, to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. 
He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner 
and I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I do, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer. 